Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday the 2nd of May and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's kick things off as usual with the scores on the doors and the US market very much in wait and see will hold at the moment, the Dow Jones closing down 46 points, or 0.14 of a percent. Pretty narrow trading range. It had a high of 160 up and a low of 68 down, closing at 34,052 as we await news of the Fed and, of course, the news in the U.S. market of the takeover by J.P. Morgan Chase of First Republic uh, puts them in the mega category. J.P. Morgan was up 2.14% on the back of that deal. ASX Spy Futures closed uh, down five points, or a James Bond, 007% there. So uh, not very much to look forward to today, apart from, of course, the RBA at 2.30, where the market now is pretty much convinced that we will see another pause from Phil Lowe and his band of brothers and sisters. NASDAQ down 0.11%, 14 points, 12,213. And the S&P 500 barely raising off a pulse, really, down two points, down 0.04%, 4,168. Did see the VIX volatility index pick up nearly 2% to 16.08. Over in European markets, well, a lot of May Day holidays there in Europe. So not much action going on there. And we did, of course, have... A bunch of uh, Labor Day holidays for Asia as well yesterday. So you can see that it's going to be a little bit of a dull day. In US stocks, we had Apple down 0.05%, Meta up 1.2%, Google down 0.13%, Microsoft down 06 Amazon down 322 and we had Tesla down 1.5%, Netflix down 1.8%. JP Morgan, as I said earlier, up 2.14% on the back of that First Republic deal. Citigroup up 0.4%, Goldman down 0.8%, Bank of America down 0.8%, Wells Fargo up 1.6%, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 0.94%. Not much obviously happening on the commodity front last night with London closed. LME obviously. Uh, unchanged. We did get oil, uh, Brent crude down 0.08 of a dollar, 8 cents, 0.1 of a percent, 79.43. We saw WTI down a dollar 13 or 1.47 percent, 75.6 dollars a barrel. Gold coming off slightly down 0.4 of a percent, $7.30 to 19.82. In bond yields in the US, a little bit of a blip higher. In the U.S., 10 years, 3.57, up 11.8 basis points. Two years, 4.14, 7.7 basis points higher. And the Aussie 10-year creeping up as well, 3.433, up 7 basis points there. Bitcoin uh, had a mighty fall last night, down 4.8%. Uh, there are lots of talks about the halving, uh, which is set to occur in Bitcoin uh, later and uh, not uh, not for a little while, but uh, that is something that uh, some of the bulls suggest could drive it to much higher prices. The U.S. 
dollar rate, 66.28, nothing very exciting there. And the US dollar index better, 0.48% higher at 102.12. Looking at uh, some of our miners in the US, not an awful lot of interest there. BHP in ADR terms was down 0.66%. Rio ADR is down 1.28%. We had Freeport McMoran down 0.7%. Alcoa up 0.4%. Tech up 1.3%. Anglo up 0.7%. Glencore down 0.9%. Vale down 1.5%. Arbomile uh, copying it down 4.4% there. And CBA up around 1% in US trade uh, last night, but not very exciting. Of course, European banks uh, very much closed. As far as the index in the US goes, let's put some perspective around things. Uh, we did get uh, the Dow quarter to date is up 2.34%. The S&P is up 1.43%. The NASDAQ is down 0.08%. And the Russell uh, 2000 is up one8 Year-to-date numbers from the Dow up 2.73, the S&P up 8.55, and the Nasdaq up 16.68%. The Nasdaq clearly the big winner there. The S&P also the big winner there. But bear in mind, and this is something that they have concentration risk in the US, I think Apple and Microsoft make up 13% of the S&P 500. Pretty scary. Uh, But a very uneventful day in the US on Monday. Uh, It did hit the the highs around midday, but sold off in the afternoon. Uh, We did see, obviously, a little bit of relief, I guess. Uh, The First Republic was sorted, uh, so that is some good news there. And uh, we did get a little bit of economic news out of the US. The April ISM Manufacturing Index beat uh, though prices paid index reaccelerated back to the highest level since July. Uh, so that is uh, something to consider. Um, of course, the news, the big news was that US regulators who seized control of First Republic Bank sold it to JP Morgan Chase. Uh, it's the second largest US bank collapse by assets after Washington Mutual, which failed during the financial crisis of 2008. And guess what? Washington Mutual was also bought by J.P. Morgan. Jamie Dimon had this to say. There are only so many banks that were offsides this way, he told analysts. There may be another smaller one, but this pretty much resolves them all. This part of the crisis is over, he said. And Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has sent a letter to the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Of course, we are playing with the debt ceiling at the moment. And she has said that the US could fail to meet its debt obligations sooner than expected. Yellen said the drop in tax receipts meant the US could hit its debt ceiling as soon as June the 1st, earlier than Wall Street and Washington had anticipated. President Joe Biden has invited the big four congressional leaders to a May 9th meeting at the White House to discuss the debt limit. All right, well, look, turning to local news, of course, today is the big news is that Vanessa Hudson will become the next next chief executive of Qantas, taking over from Alan Jones when he retires in November 2023. Vanessa Hudson is the current chief financial officer in the airline, and uh, certainly this is a big, big news story this morning, I guess. Uh, Qantas does tend to tug at our heartstrings. They have been playing on that for many years. 
course, the other big story today, 2.30, the RBA hits the pause button. Uh, that is certainly the most um, popular consensus at the moment. And the uh, RBA decision at 2.30 this afternoon. Pause at 3.6%. 10 rises. Looks like they are pretty close to done. So that is the way of things. We also, as we enter the confession season as well, uh, the Macquarie Australia Investor Conference kicks off uh, the unofficial reporting season over May and June for some of Australia's biggest companies when they are expected to revise full-year guidance off the back of the quarterly numbers. Uh, some of the best fund managers are betting that companies that don't rely on consumer discretionary spending like mining and energy will stand out when they update the market on third quarter trading activity. Of course, we do have the bank results, Macquarie results as well uh, in the next week. So that's going to be the major focal point once we get the RBA and the FOMC out of the way. Endeavour Group has reported its sales increased by 3.7% to $2.83 billion in its third quarter trading update. Sales in the company's retail division were up 1.2% to $2.35 billion. Sales in the hotel segment... This is interesting given that we're supposed to be pulling back on uh, the spending there. We're up 18.5%. Cube Holdings has been upgraded to outperform from neutral at Credit Suisse. Flight Centre upgraded to overweight from neutral at JP Morgan. Interesting story in the Fin Review today where it says that Liontown has received a competing takeover bid last month. An unnamed bidder seems to have been buying up a stake up to $2.75, which is pretty much where they are. Uh, the unknown bidder would face the same issue as Arbomile face in that it is unable to elicit support from the Liontown board. Interestingly, we do have Arbomile results later this month, May the 15th, for that one. Uh, the advisor apparently on this buying in the market has been Credit Suisse, which in the past has been linked to Rio, but there's certainly others in the frame. West Farmers being one of those through its lithium project. Uh, they are in the frame as well this morning with the Macquarie Australia Conference with Director Rob Scott. Said the company continues to investigate options for renewing itself with value-added transactions. It sees potential for bolt-on acquisitions to support growth of its health unit, specifically pointing to Silk Laser. He also pointed to investments such as Adelaide Tools, Beaumont Tiles and Catch Marketplace. So he said he would be speaking in greater depth about individual businesses and strategies at West Farmers Strategy Day later this month. Uh, CPU Computer Shares reaffirmed guidance at the Investor Conference. Full-year guidance management expects FYEPS guidance to be around 90% in constant currency. And Homeco HMC Daily Needs REITs provides a trading update at the Macquarie Conference presentation, reaffirms FY23 DPS guidance of 12 cents per share. Newix has issued a second-half update at the Investor Conference. Positive business momentum has continued into the second half. Strong upsell with government customers in Australia and U.S., and Ventia Services reaffirms FY guidance as well at a conference presentation. It's all happening at that conference. I may have to get the uh, order of the uh, service for that. Woolies out this morning has reported Q sales of $16.34 billion, up 8% versus a year ago of 15 dollars 
billion, which I guess is in line with inflation. Australian food up 7.6, B2B up 16.4, New Zealand food up 8.5, and Big W up 5.7. Uh, sales trends in the fourth quarter to date have been in line with Q3. Megaport has been upgraded to a buy from a hold at Canaccord Genuity. And we have vicinity centers as issued a Q3 update. Expects FY23, FFO, and AFFO to be around the top end of guidance range. So that is some good news for them. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Question of the day today Is the US banking crisis over? And are we placing too much emphasis on what's happening in the US with one or two institutions that have? assessed risk badly uh, falling foul to the recent interest rate rises. Uh, Is it really something that we should or shouldn't be looking at for guidance on the state of the US economy and the state of the US banking industry? Well, that's it. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.